we start today's episode, just to let you know, you can now nominate for the 2025 Northern Power Women Awards. To be in with a chance of celebrating with changemakers, trailblazers and advocates on the 6th of March 2025. Nominate now at wearepower.net. Women podcast for your career and your life, no matter what business you're in. Hello, and welcome to the Northern Power Women podcast. My name is Simone, and you're most welcome in this our Be More You season. And it's all about showing that you don't need to change yourself to reach your definition of success. We're encouraging you to be your authentic self and still reach and smash those goals, quite frankly. Uh, We're looking forward to another busy few months ahead and we've got a great programme ahead for our awards. We've got webinars, we've got power circles, we've got power-ups all year round. So please do find out about everything going on at wearepower.net, which is our digital platform. If you want to partner with us or get involved, please do drop us a line at events at wearepower.net. Anyway, I would now like to introduce you to our incredible guest who is Georgia Fitzgerald. Georgia is on our 2022 Northern Power Future List and is a director, and I love this, a director and enthusiast at the Juice Academy. Welcome, Georgia. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, morning, Simone. Thanks for having me. Well, and you know, the reason that we reached out is because it was only a few weeks back you put a post out and I think you were stood, we were up at the, um, the Hilton in the Cloud twenty three. Cloud twenty three. Yeah, yeah. I knew that, and you and you talk. You you put this post out, you know, and and talking about sort of um, what is it? What's the phrase I think you used? Do you call it? A professional in an unconventional way and you talked about power of dress wasn't it and, and 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 sort of expectations tell me why you put that post out there it was when I was up there that day having a coffee and you know sort of had a couple of hours there and it's just beautiful and it does feel quite posh in there um and I was kind of with my tracksuit on my dock so that kind of just got me thinking about sort of going back maybe 10 years ago in my early 20s and starting out in industry and really feeling that pressure to look the the normal professional uh, way, which is you know, sort of suit and and I said in my post Clark shoes, which you know weren't very attractive on me to be honest. <laughs> um, and you know, fast forward ten years, and uh, I'm running the Juice Academy, but you know, I'm I I'm always wearing my Doc Martins, and you know, they're not the smartest shoes, but they just show my individual style and. Um, it's it's great that most industries are a lot more accepting now of that individuality and being able to dress the way that you want and just show yourself through through the way that you do dress. Yeah, I think for years and years I've run around with uh, heels in my bag and running, you know, a pair of trainers on the go until that last minute, that painful moment where you've got to squeeze your hot feet into those 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 high pointy shoes. And it's just just it's changed, hasn't it? It's changed like that. It's not the way we have to be. Definitely. And I'm so happy about that. <laughs> yeah, so are my feet, I think. So tell tell us about the work you do at the incredible Juice Academy. So I've been with the Juice Academy for six years now, just over six years. Um, it's it's got it's a crazy six years, really. There's there's always lots of different changes, and I absolutely love what I do. Like I'm so passionate about it. I really did find 
my place in the in the business world, I suppose, because it's all about people and giving people, particularly young people, but there's not actually an age limit on apprenticeships anymore, but giving people that step into the industry, the, the creative and digital world, which can be tough to get into, obviously, if you've not got any experience, whereas the apprenticeship, we, you know, look for that, that enthusiasm and that mindset and that willingness to learn. And we, we match them with an employer and then we deliver the training. So we're a not-for-profit entity and we're part of Tangerine Communications. So we are lucky enough to be able to have Tangerine um, employees, so current industry professionals, developing and delivering all of the training in the Juice Academy. So, you know, the apprentices are getting like the, the, the best knowledge and information from the experts, the people who do this as a day-to-day job. And you talk about it being about that the skills gaps, and but actually about creating those solid career paths. You've got great um, relationships with employers across Greater Manchester and beyond, haven't you? And I know, I know I've been part of it when you do one of your boot camps, which are probably one of the most high energy, motivating, inspiring and exhausting days um, and fulfilling all at the same time. So tell, us, tell us about, you know, sort of what you think. Because you do, I think you think do do things differently. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, our, our huge USP is the fact that it's all industry led, and we have these expert uh, tutors coming in the academy and passing down their knowledge to to the next generation. And then the boot camp, like you mentioned, that's a, another really unusual thing. So every quarter, we invite all of the, the candidates who have gone through our application process and then the employers that we're working with. We invite everyone to Tangerine and it's a day of just sort of everyone getting to know each other, different tasks, different assessments. It's really full on for both the candidates and the employers. At some point, everyone's standing up there in, in front of everyone and pitching themselves, whether you're an employer or a candidate. And then we do sort of like speed dating, uh, sorry, speed interviews, <laughs> you know, the speed dating style sort of sort of thing. And then at the end of the day, that's when the employers choose who they want to offer the job to. So it's very fast paced, um, but it's a great way of kind of really finding that that fit for you and your business because you're comparing everyone at the same time. And so those 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 candidates that, you know, you really can see fitting in with your team and just having that like energy and enthusiasm they really stand out on the day so we we create some amazing matches and it's been over 550 jobs now that we've created that way wow that's amazing and when you're creating and solving some of these skills gaps because that's what you're doing for like you say being employer-led how important is it to consider diversity uh when it's you know tackling these gaps because i know having been part of it, it always feels like a really diverse group of amazing talent diversity is is so important you know, there's many benefits, as we know, to, to businesses, um, like new perspectives and innovation and that kind of thing. But, but what it does do is widen that talent pool. You know, there's few barriers to apprenticeship. So our candidate pool has always kind of naturally been diverse because of that. You know, we get on the ground, we go into schools, colleges, talk to lots of different organisations that support m- minority communities uh, around Greater Manchester so, you know, we're engaging with, with people, raising the awareness of the apprenticeship that way. And um, it, it, it does allow us to have a diverse candidate pool and, and bring to employers candidates that they might not have recruited through the normal recruitment drives. Um, so, I mean, just, just one of the things with the marketing industry, it's kind of always been, um, it's definitely getting better, but it's always been kind of white, middle class dominated 
Uh, and I think one of the one of the big reasons for that is because up until quite recently, really, pretty much all marketing job roles would have degree educated. So you, you're automatically limiting yourself quite a lot there. And as a lot of people can't afford to go to uni or, you know, the, the, they, the sort of family members didn't go and, and it, it's, it's not the normal path for them. So obviously an apprenticeship doesn't have those those restrictions. So you reach a wider uh, talent pool. And, and just in addition to your role at the Juice Academy, you've also got a number of voluntary and board positions. Tell me about those. Yes. Uh, so I am on the Pro Manchester Skills Committee. So the Juice Academy, we've we've always been members with Pro Manchester. You know, it's a brilliant like, net, network um, that connects all different businesses across Greater Manchester. And I was invited to be on the Skills Committee because of you know, obviously my, my link with the apprenticeships and in the education sector. Um, so we, we, the aim is for us to kind of identify skills gaps um, in the region and not necessarily create solutions, but we'll find organisations that are already doing brilliant work out there and either linking them up or um, we also do events for, for uh, different skills gaps and, and things like that. And then my next role is I'm an enterprise advisor um, for the Enterprise Advisor Network. And it's a GMCA initiative. And every school is linked to an advisor like myself to have like that business connection. So, you know, we can help support their careers programs and help them achieve their Gatsby benchmarks, which is all around exposure to their kids uh, to the students um, to see so they can see what different careers are out there and, you know, get them excited and motivated for lots of different types of, of careers. So that's that's another role. Um, and then I actually recently have stepped down from the board of Northwest Apprenticeship Ambassador Network or NOAM for short. So that I've always been an ambassador is like raising awareness of apprenticeships. And the reason why I stepped down is because um, I'm taking a new opportunity as board member on the on JCI Manchester, which is a young uh, professionals network. So I'm sort of going to be heading up the social and events and connecting members and bringing new members. And it's that support for uh, young professionals around Manchester. It's amazing, actually. I never think it's too early ever to get board roles. People, I think, listening might think, oh, well, I'll, I'll wait till I'm at the latter end of my career or till I've got till I've got this experience or till I've gained this or till I've, or, or, I've just got to wait for that. Well, actually, you don't, do you? <laughs> Absolutely not. I think it, it definitely surprises you how much you bring to the table. Like you learn a lot, but you also give a lot with the, you know, the sort of transferable skills and expertise from what you do in your job so it's the end of the day it's a knowledge share you know you've got multiple people on the board different perspectives different ideas different experiences so I I definitely obviously don't think that you have to wait towards the latter half of your career um so anyone listening to this that 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 isn't is you know sort of the same same as me midway through their career then just go for it I'd say because you, you, there's definitely a lot you can bring to the table. And any top tips out there about how you know if something's going to be a good fit because sometimes you can look at these things and think oh gosh I don't think that's for me because I don't know this or I I'm not familiar with that industry um, but any any top tips out there how you can find that that perfect match if there is such a thing. <laughs> so I'm actually um, well I kind of want to say lucky but I the opportunities have all come they've been presented to me and I've, I've grabbed them um but 
the reason why I shouldn't say lucky is because, uh, you know, if I look at my network and, and my sort of profile that, that I've built, that's why these opportunities come along. I've, I've always done networking. Um, so, you know, I, I choose events that are related to, you know, if it's like career development, uh, personal professional development, diver- inclusion and diversity. So, you know, attending these events that are topics of interest or, you know, related to your work and, and growing your network that way. And then also online, you know, through LinkedIn, there's there's so many opportunities there. And to just give your your offline profile a boost, I suppose, online by, you know, posting about different events and stuff that you've been to, but also topics that, you, that are related to you and what you do and that you're really interested in. So, you know, I think that's that is really key. And I mean, that's like we said before, that's how this opportunity came along with, with the podcast. So... Uh, but but then you know I I do you do do your due diligence and make sure that it it's it aligns with your values and the first thing is you know does it does it excite you is it something you want to do if you if you feel like it's you know you're sort of umming and ahhing over it because it, it, it's it's not giving you that sort of excitement then it's probably not the right opportunity for you um so yeah someone who's kind of you know wanting to look for these types of volunteer roles I'd, I'd say if you've not already start really building your network attending events sort of that online activity as well um and and, and you could re- reach out to people i think you'd be really surprised at, at how many people are uh, really willing and receptive to just you know going for a co- coffee and learning more about about each other i think the power of networking is absolutely immense so and i we we do our monthly power up networking sessions and we always end up with way more mentors than mentees and i think it's to your point it's that you know oh they'll, they'll be fine i don't want to bother them you know but actually people want to be asked people want to give back and pay it forward don't they and i think that's the side of networking that we don't always we think of networking as danish pastries or prosecco or maybe that's just me and and, and passing on business cards or qr codes and it's it's beyond that now i think it's that intentionally building and investing in relationships because it's not you know you never know what will come from that like you say it could be a podcast it could be a board position uh, it could be an opportunity to contribute to a, a report or an insight it's it's you know it's it's whatever you want it to be as well isn't it you can help navigate this absolutely the power of networking is just so so strong and and um, I'm, I'm pleased that it's something that I actually genuinely really enjoy as well <laughs> which is a bonus now tell us what is the one thing that people uh, you work with potentially actually do not know about you so I think I actually did post this recently as well because it did in, in, in inspire me with this question I think definitely you know my work colleagues or, or sort of people in my network that, that see me do do see that I'm like always on the go busy 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 um and you know I do like to be like that you know I do have a busy schedule however I really do allow myself time for like self-care and to take a step back and you know can chill the evenings or sleep in late at the weekends I have a morning routine where you know I don't look at my screen until like I start work and just sort of prepare myself for the day with some breathing exercises and 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 things like that so yeah I think that I mean they they will know now but I think that my colleagues probably don't don't see that I have that like sort of relaxed and like lazy side, if you will. <laughs> oh, so how can you encourage people out there who who you know maybe want to do more of this but struggle to do this? How can how can you advise people to be be more you and be more lazy? <laughs> <laughs> well, I used to be really bad at it myself, so like 
probably the majority of my 20s, um, I was just like, go, 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 go with work and personal. And then even, you know, I, I would like work later in the evenings or be always, always on, always checking emails, even on holiday and that kind of thing. But what I realized is, is actually you end up being more productive, giving yourself that, that time away from the screen, away from thoughts about work. And, you know, you're, you're saving more energy so you can be more productive. So I'm, I'm also much better at just planning my days out now and sticking to kind of like one task at a time. I used to think I could multitask and have a hundred tabs open and different windows and flicking in between spreadsheets and docs and all this kind of stuff. Whereas I've still got that in my personality, but um, I'm much better at like blocking chunks out and move and doing one task and then moving on. So that makes me more productive in the day. And I just have to be strict with myself and have that discipline to be like, right, I'm going to finish at this time. And, you know, I'm not going to check my emails on holiday. So just I turn the notifications off. Um, and another handy tip as well is because I have my work and personal phones on the same phone. So I archive my work messages. So they're kind of in two separate folders. So I live in my archived messages in the working day and then go back to my normal messages for personal on the outside. And that has really been a lifesaver, actually. Wow. I literally think you've just given all that advice to me. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Georgia, thank you so much. Such a breath of fresh air. Amazing the work that you're doing. You'll find out more about the Juice Academy in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining me um, as part of our Be More You season. Please do keep track of Georgia on all her amazing activities when she's not sleeping in on LinkedIn and all other socials. Georgia, thank you for joining us today. Oh, thank you so much. What a great way to start my week. Oh, and thanks all of you to listening. If you want to get involved, please do old school. Email us at podcast at Northern Power Women. Stay connected on all our socials at North Power Women on Twitter and Northern Power Women and all the other ones and of course stay up to date on everything going on on our digital power platform wearepower.net which is constantly evolving and keeping you updated on all our events podcasts and insights thanks so much for listening um my name is simone you've been listening to the northern power women podcast and what goes on media production oh, yeah.